Zippity doo da, zippity yay. Hello, zippity doo da. This is Stories for Kids with Morel Podcast. I hope you are in a feeling fine, a zippity doo da day. This story, today's story, is about a ladder. And I'm sure you know what a ladder is, but I will just mention some different types of ladders and then start. So let's go. Let's go. It is important for workmen and workwomen to choose the right ladder when preparing to do a job. For example, when doing DIY jobs. DIY means D do I it why yourself. DIY do it yourself jobs. Tasks such as decorating and other household maintenance tasks. There are different types of ladders, such as step ladders, straight ladders, platform ladders, extension ladders, trestle ladders, multi-way ladders. So we need to know our ladders in order to choose the right one for the task. I wonder, Birdie, do you wonder too? Bring Birdie along. Birdie, hello. (laughs) Birdie, I wonder what type of ladder we will hear about in the story. What type of ladder? Anyway, I hope that you are all sitting comfortably and I will begin the story and I will begin the story by let's say ringing the story bell ring-a-ding-ding ding-a-ding-ding ding-a-ding again (laughs) all right story bell yes I have rung the story bell so now let us turn to the story the long ladder The sun had set, and the deep blue darkness of a summer night was creeping over the sky. One by one the stars came out, and little Max stood by the window, gazing up at them in admiration. He had never before seen so many, for it was long past his usual bedtime, and he had been allowed to sit up late for a great treat, as it was his birthday. Inside, inside the room, his mother was reading by a little table on which stood a lamp, but the curtains were drawn across the windows, and Max had crept behind them, so that the bright light inside did not prevent his seeing the infinitely brighter ones. But up there, millions and millions of miles away, came sparkling out one after the other, as if the sky lamplighter were slowly going his errands. Max felt as if he could stand there forever, watching. But there came the summons. 
Max, my boy, you must go to bed now. Yes, Mama. And the small figure crept out and held up its face for a goodnight kiss. Then, Mama, he began hesitantly. Well, Max, and Mama raised her eyes again for a moment from her book. It was a very interesting book. And Mama had had her little boy with her all day and had done her best to make him happy. Perhaps she was a little tired and felt that she had earned some rest for herself. Mama, is it God that puts them all there? He asked. All the little stars. And he pointed towards the window. Yes, dear, you know it is. It is God that does everything good and pretty and kind. Up there and down there, too. Hmm. Him makes the flowers in the garden, observed Max. Yes, dear, you know he does, answered Mamma, her eyes turning back to her book again. Good night, Maxie. Good night, Mamma. But Mamma, well, dear, without looking up this time, I was just thinking, when him's done down here, you know, and wants to go up there again, what a, a very long ladder him must need. Yes, of course, said Mama, quite lost in her story by now. I wonder, continued Max, I wonder if him ever leaves it in the garden after him's gone up. After him has been doing the flowers, you know, Mama. I dare say yes, very likely. Now do go, Max. Go to bed. Does he really think so, Mama? And Max's eyes, which had begun to look as if the dustman had been passing by, grew brighter and eager again. I'll look and see if I can't find it then some day, he said to himself as he climbed upstairs. For Max felt sure that whatever Mama said must be true. And wonderful dreams came to the little four-year-old man that night. Dreams compared with which all that Jack found at the top of his famous beanstalk would have seemed nothing. The next morning brought unlooked-for disappointment to the little fellow, for it was raining and stormy. No going out for Max. He must stay quietly in the nursery. And he looked so very sad about that Mama was a little surprised. He was usually so cheerful and contented. 
"You had plenty of running about yesterday, Maxie," she said. "We cannot expect it always to be fine. Tomorrow will be sunny again, very likely." And at this, Max brightened up again. Him will bring the lather down, perhaps," he said to himself. Mama proved a true prophet. Tomorrow was a lovely day, so lovely that she and Max's father drove away to some distance, leaving word that they would not be back till the evening. Goodbye, darling. Be a good boy. Nurse will let you play in the garden all the afternoon. Were their last words to the happy little face, waving goodbye from the window. But late that evening, when they returned, they were met by a crowd of white-faced, frightened servants with a sad story to tell. Master Max was not to be found. They had hunted up and down everywhere. He was playing in the garden beside Nurse, and she just left him for an instant to fetch her work. And when she came back, he was gone. She gave the alarm at once, and ever since they had been searching, but in vain. Yet, where could he be? There was no pond. Into which he could have fallen, no high bank even, or over which he could have rolled. The garden was as safe as there could be. Many a score of times had Max played there alone, though within view of the nursery windows. Nurse could not be blamed. No one, nothing was to blame. It was a mystery. The father and mother looked at each other with anguish in their eyes. It was growing late. How could they live through the night with the thought of their darling out alone in the darkness, and where? Oh, where can he be? Suddenly. The mother looked up. Yes, there were the stars coming out again, one after the other, as if nothing were the matter. Just as they had done two evenings before, when little Max had been gazing at them from behind the curtains. What was it he had been saying in his funny little way? The half-heard words rushed back to her memory. Williams, she said to the gardener, "Is there a ladder anywhere about?" They all stared at her. Yes, he had left one, a very high one, against a tree. There were some branches he was lopping off. But he had never thought for to. She did not wait, but rushed off to where he pointed, and breathless, speechless, signed for someone to ascend it. 
Max's father, of course. And then came a joyful cry. I have him, up here, fast asleep, like a bird in its nest. Yes, there he was, coiled among the branches, unconscious of his fearful peril. I found God's ladder, he said. But when I got to the top, him wasn't there. So I waited till him came to light the candles to ask him to let me peep into heaven, Mama. But I was going to come down again. Mama dear, why is you crying? Oh, Maxie, Maxie, Maxie climbed the ladder because he wanted to see heaven. Oh, bless. <laughs> Maybe you could draw a picture. You could draw a picture of the, the tree and you could draw a picture of Maxie asleep. Yeah, he's asleep in the tree. Maybe you could try that. Anyway, I'm sure Birdie enjoyed that story, didn't you, Birdie? <laughs> you could fly, Birdie, to the top of the tree and wake up Maxie or bring Maxie down. <laughs> okay, all right. I will be back soon. I will be back soon with more stories. More stories. Stories for kids with Morel Podcast. I will be back soon. Take care and be good. Yes, and do the task. Draw the picture of Maxie in the tree. Okay, bye-bye for now. Bye.